Hey, everybody, welcome to this special episode of the Debt Free Dad podcast. With the coronavirus spreading and the threat of it getting worse, lots of changes are happening very, very quickly. We've been getting some questions, and today we wanted to put out this special episode and provide, hopefully, some financial tips to help you navigate through uh, these very uncertain times. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt Free Dad podcast where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad, Brad Nelson. Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, today's special show. For those of you uh, maybe just hearing about us, you can find us on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, Debt-Free Dad, uh, and today's uh, tone of the show is probably going to be a little bit different. Uh, Amber and Ryan are with us here today, and uh, I reached out to them very quickly. Normally, we're about three or four weeks ahead of time when we when it comes to publishing content, uh, but due to uh, the coronavirus and everything that's kind of happening and how fast things are happening, uh, we've been getting some questions. People concerned, losing hours, uh, you know, cutting back hours, uh, maybe even being generally laid off, and and how that's going to start affecting. Uh, your personal finances. So uh, Amber and Ryan, welcome to the show. I, I appreciate you guys taking some time and talking to us a little bit today. No problem. Yeah, no problem. So um, let me get let me get some feeling from you guys. Um, I, I'm admittedly, I, I, I'm, I'm a little shocked just how uh, quickly things just turned into what they are today. As we're recording this, I should put a date on here. So <laughs> you guys kind of know because <laughs> things are happening so quickly. Uh, as of right now, it's it's Sunday, March 15th, and we're recording this about uh, lunchtime here, central time. So, but things are, are happening so quickly, like it's it's every hour something's, something's changing. So uh, how, how do you guys feel about how things have kind of gone the last four or five days? I'm a little overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I and it's funny because I'll catch myself getting into the like, oh, should I be following society? Should I be hopping into the stores and grabbing everything I need? Um. And we just kind of step back and said, whoa, whoa, it'll be okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it it got a little crazy in a span of twelve hours here in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was the same here, and I I have to I feel somewhat the same way about you. It's like it's. Should you be panicking right now? <laughs> I mean, Everybody else I, is. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not yet, and our family isn't. I mean, we're still trying to keep things somewhat normal, but at the same time, it's like, are we missing out on something that maybe we should be doing because we're seeing all this other stuff happen out there? I don't know if you all played this when you were younger, but or even as you were older, people say, you know, if you were deserted on a stranded or a deserted island, if you were stranded, what would you bring with you? And I remember I've been asked that, you know, through my whole life, you know, to play these little games. And I don't think I've ever, ever, ever heard anyone say I would bring as much <laughs> toilet paper as I can. <laughs> but yet it appears that is the number one thing that I'm supposed to be going out and buying um, because everywhere I go, it's sold out and people are arguing in aisles about it. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it is mind boggling to me how we've gone from zero to a hundred in a matter of a week. Yeah. And it, and it is, it's, that's how fast it went. My, my wife and I, we, we work out about nine, 10 o'clock in the morning and we will stop at the grocery store afterwards to pick up some things every couple of days. And, and we did happen to just do it on Tuesday before kind of the floor fell out and uh, we picked up those essential things. They were already kind of, we've already had them, but do, do you guys even know why the toilet? I'm still trying to figure that out. Why is the toilet paper such a big deal? Like, why is it toilet paper? It doesn't. I 
it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I've, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've read I've read some stuff about it's got to do with some of the human psychology. It's like something that we don't like doing. And so it's just one of those things that you're just in your head. You're like, I want to make sure that is like taken care of. You know, it's, it's gotten really nothing to do with, you know, any main issue other than your own decency and like how we've become as human beings. I mean, if you think of like probably what, 150 years ago, they didn't have toilet paper, but, (laughs) but it's become who we are and what we expect. And I think there's that, that safeness of having that. Yeah. 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 I think, um, I think that's where some of this kind of comes into play. It's just, you know, the toilet paper or just, you know, I was, I was on Facebook reading through some comments on, on one of my friend's posts and someone had mentioned that people are buying so much bottled water uh, because if you have a well and your electricity goes out, you won't have any water. And I'm thinking to myself, why all of a sudden would we have no electric now? Like, what, it's, it's amazing what this fear can do and how it just spirals so out of control for some people and uh, why we are where we are today with, with a lot of people. And, it, and it's like, you can't, you can't really, I don't know, there's people picking on these people, but at the same time, it's like, a lot of people have never just been through this. And, and if you already kind of live in a life where, you know, you're, you're fearful of things, man, this just is multiplied times 10 or even by a hundred. Um, it's, uh, it's just unbelievable. But even just thinking about it that way, and, and it's like, why can't we make sense of that? There, why wouldn't there be any power today as opposed to two weeks ago when we weren't dealing with this? Like the power is not going anywhere. Um, that's not the main issue here. <laughs> I think it just goes to show, at least from my perspective, like this age of the internet that's kind of happened over the last 20 years and up to this point is there's so much information out there when this, when this started happening, you know, a month and a half ago. Um, it's, it's mind numbing and, for people, it's it's just there's so much misinformation as well. Yeah. So if you're scared and worried about the power being out, you're naturally going to go search the internet for scenarios where the power is going to be out. And that's just going to feed that fear. And I think that's what a lot of people end up doing is they get scared. They get scared about toilet paper. So they see stories about people buying toilet paper. So then they go buy toilet paper because yep. that's what they're, so you're feeding that fear and that mindset that you have. Yeah. Yeah. And, and why this fear plays a part is because fear combined with your finances usually doesn't equal good results. <laughs> right. Um, and we're going to hit on some of those points here today. But uh, again, one of the reasons why we wanted to talk and, and do this quick show for a lot of you here, this can be a little bit different than what we normally do is just to hopefully share some tips. Uh, yesterday, my, my son still managed to get a soccer practice in, even though that they uh, canceled schools probably will be the last soccer practice that they do for some time. But uh, there weren't very many people there to begin with, but I was talking to one of the people that were there and uh, they were quite afraid because based on their employment and based on what they do and based on all the changes that are happening, uh, they were pretty uh, frightened with the fact that they may lose their paycheck coming up sometime soon. And they were just kind of at a loss of what am I going to do for this period of time? Uh, until I get this paycheck back and uh, not to take advantage of this situation and what we're doing on this show, but this is exactly why we talk about a lot of the things that we talk about on this show. You know, two months ago, if, you know, cause we were all hearing about this coronavirus two months ago, if, if we, the three of us would have made a show that these types of events were going to happen, people would have thought we were crazy. That's never going to happen guys. That's, that's just, 
that's just nonsense. I'm never going to have to worry about money to that capacity. Like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But here we are, right? <laughs> and this is just an example of what these true emergencies that show up in our life. You never know what they're going to be. You never know when they're going to show up. You never know how expensive they're going to be. And that's why it's important that you've got control over your finances and you have some emergency fund money put away. Because for a lot of these people that could be out of paycheck for a month, maybe two, hopefully that's the extent of it, a small emergency fund probably could have helped them with a lot of the stress that they might experience during that situation. But when you don't have it, it makes the situation just that much worse. And the fear plays even more into all of the other stuff that's going along with it. Definitely. I feel overwhelmed about the social media and all of the hype and all of that happening, but I am not overwhelmed when it comes to my finances. And I am so happy that I'm in a situation where we put ourselves in this situation to have that kind of security in um, an unexpected event like this. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, we're on the same boat. Is it is it scary in, in regards? Yeah, I mean, I can't say that we're not worried about money at all, but I, I would say it's less worry and more, okay, we know what we're going to do in situations like this. Now it's time to make sure the plan is ready to go in case things do happen. My wife runs her own business. I run my own business. Amber, you run your own business. I mean, yeah. uh, th these businesses, small businesses especially, they're probably going to take somewhat of a hit. There's no question, even just from a uh, confidence standpoint in the economy and and people with um, you know purchasing confidence. I mean that stuff's gonna take a hit for a little while. So um, having these plans in place, working on the stuff that we've been talking about, having control over your behavior, uh, changing your habits, all of this stuff takes time. And the reason why we want to work so hard on it not only is to live a happier and stress free life, but it's also when it really gets scary like it is now. Uh, we've we, we can ease a lot of the stress and things that are happening. So um, what are some things that you can do during some of these uncertain times to start easing the stress? Say, for instance, you've been ignoring it. Say you kind of just were like, you know what? I don't need to pay attention to that. But now you're like straighten it up and be like, okay, I need to kind of pay attention to some of this stuff because uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, one of the first things I would recommend that you do is start a monthly budget. And uh, you can most certainly check out episode number five of this podcast. We have a whole episode on starting a monthly budget. But right now is the best time to get started, to make sure you're tracking and prioritizing your expenses, making sure that you're printing out your bank statements and your credit card statements and knowing exactly where you're at. But that monthly budget is not only going to help you ease a lot of the stress that you might feel right now, but it's also going to help you make a plan moving forward over the next few weeks, few months if things do change so you can make a good decision without worsening the situation itself. I think too, I mean, in these times, you know, you're people, you might be scared, worried. You're like a budget. I don't know if I'm going to have time for that. I think like you said, the very simplest thing you can do is print out your bank statements. At least right now, figure out where all your money's going. You might find that last month you spent a ton of money on going out to eat or you spent way more at the grocery store than you should have, or you spent a lot of money going out, you know, on dates or whatever it might be. And those are areas that are very easily, you can just say, Hey, I spent this much. I'm just going to cut back this next, these next couple months on these expenses. The next tip is really kind of creating a short-term emergency financial plan. So if you do find one of yours, uh, you're, you're one of these individuals who may uh, end up getting hours cut at work or maybe just a temporary layoff until things get back to normal, whatever it might be, if those cuts need to be made um, uh, as far as your expenses and, and bills, 
taking a tally of, of where your money's going right now, it will be easier for you to start making those cuts when and if they do have to happen. So it's all right now about just getting organized and not to the point where everything's just perfect, but just if in the next couple of weeks things don't go the way that we want them to, uh, you are able to make a much smarter decision. Because again, if you mix that fear along with the emotion and you mix that up with your finances, you could make that situation worse. So some things as far as having your emergency financial plan put together are make sure you've got all your financial documents put together. So if you have credit cards, make sure you got all your credit card statements, know who your credit card companies are, make sure you've got their phone numbers, who you can reach out to. Same thing with your car payments. And I mean, anything and everything that you have a payment on, uh, you should have their information. Uh, also, if things do start to get to the point where you might risk not being able to pay certain things. I would not suggest that you just quit paying things. Uh, there's been quite a few companies out there who have already started reaching out and saying that they're going to offer certain benefits and things uh, to help people kind of see through this. I know um, uh, there was a, a large cable company I know out there. I'm not going to mention any names because I don't know if it was true or, or false because everything on the internet can't be true, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> They were offering uh, free internet for, I think, 60 days is what I read to people who don't have it. Uh, I've also heard that if you can't pay your bill with certain uh, utility companies, they were going to uh, be able to suspend that bill for a period of time and, and be able to catch up a little bit later. So a lot of these companies know that this is happening. So it would be much better for you to reach out and, and work a plan out with them because, again, what we're dealing with is – and we're obviously – very hoping and fingers crossed that this is very temporary. This isn't gonna be something that's gonna last in, you know, years and years and years here. We're, we're short term stuff that we need to get through. So uh, I wouldn't suggest that you just quit paying. I know fear of, oh, what's this gonna do to my credit score? And all oh, these people are gonna start harassing me. And then you add the fear of just everything else that's going on. Uh, we tend to just maybe put our head in the sand and ignore it. I would, I would highly recommend get all your stuff together. And if you get to the point where you can't pay, reach out, work out different arrangements. Uh, and uh, I think you'll find that a lot of these companies are going to be more willing to work with you. Yeah. Based on all the emails that I've been getting from my utility and my cable and phone and stuff like that, they're all just open to let us know if you need some help and be open with them and let them know so that they can work on a plan with you. So yeah, absolutely. Right. And, uh, you know, Brad, maybe you can touch on what, um, you know, if someone's like, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to prioritize. I'm going to put all my stuff down. What, you know, if, if they just said, hey, I'm going to write everything down, what are some like the main priorities that they're going to want to make sure that are going to be covered? Yeah. Like, cause a lot of people say, well, I feel like I got to pay everything. But if you get into really financial strap times, there are certain things that are more important than others. Would you agree? And yeah. What, oh, what yeah. Would those be? Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the things that you want to focus on primarily are going to be your basic necessities. So things like uh, your mortgage and rent, first and foremost. All right. Your food. Now, that's not going out to eat food. That's like groceries, uh, your basic utility needs, your basic transportation needs. So making sure you have money budgeted for gas. And although with the way things are closing up, that's probably where you're going to save some money, honestly, because people aren't going to be going in a lot of places. So those are going to be the things that I'm going to suggest that you focus on uh, first and foremost. What I do find and what we do tend to see happen, in fact, I just interviewed uh, one of our Roots members who's going to be on our podcast coming up in the, in the next month or so. And uh, what I find is that when people get themselves under pressure, they sometimes will make credit card payments over versus paying their mortgage. And, and this, this member did that. Um, and that's when things can really kind of spiral out of control. So 
Uh, Ryan, that's a great question. Make sure you focus on those basic necessities as you're going throughout this. And then when things kind of slow down here and things get back to normal, you can make a game plan to say, okay, how are we going to uh, get caught back up on these other items and, and get back to square one? Let's also talk a little bit about um, decisions when it comes to your finances. I would highly recommend, you know, some people, uh, I've, I've, I've seen some posts out there where people are, I, I saw someone who bought just bought a car um, during this whole thing. Uh, and again, I'm not trying to sway people from, you know, going out and doing business and uh, obviously other businesses need business. That's what the economy is all about. But at the same time, I would just strongly recommend that you don't make any huge financial decisions during some of this, this period. Again, that emotion can, can really trick you into thinking you're making a good decision. But I would just suggest that if you are going to be looking at making a bigger purchase that you really take some time to consider why and does it fit with your plan and does this really make sense or is emotion feeding into uh, some of those things. I think for most people, this probably isn't going to be an issue, but at the same time, I still see, see people making some of these, you know, bigger purchases during some of these times and that may end up hurting you more than helping you in the long run. Yeah, I think now too, also consider, you know, a lot of people are, I mean, we just got our tax refund of $100. It was a lot, you know, <laughs> but for some people, you could be getting a sizable refund right about now or or yeah. shortly. Um, and I would say, you know, great point to this is we're not going to tell you don't go spend it. Um, a lot, if you were me in my old ways, I had that earmarked and I had 10 ways I was going to spend that already, but now might be the time to put that in your savings account or put that aside and just hold off until this kind of blows over a little bit and then decide what you want to do with it at that point. I have a family member who she'll be out of work for a little while and that's her saving grace right there because <laughs> yep. she just got it and hasn't spent it yet. Yeah, absolutely. And and for a lot of people, if, if you've been following our show and, and practicing some of these simple concepts and things that we share about budgeting, building an emergency fund, if you've already built it, uh, you know, you're probably in a much better place than a lot of other people. Uh, you know, statistically speaking, the overall majority of people out there don't even have a thousand dollars in a bank account right now. Uh, and, and if you have that, even if you have more, um, you're doing a great job. So, uh, keep up the great work. I, I would just, again, suggest that don't make any huge decisions. And if you are going to make one, just make sure you give it the time that it needs to make the right decision. Even if it means talking to somebody else about it, talking through it, but just don't make some of these big decisions just on a whim. The other thing I want to uh, talk about, because we do get this question, we've actually had uh, quite a few people ask this question, not only in our, our free Facebook group, Life Without Payments, but also some Roots members that have reached out. Uh, Brad, what, what should I do about paying off debt? You know, obviously you guys are, are big fans of the debt snowball, or even if I'm doing the debt avalanche, you know, what are your feelings during this time? I mean, should I continue to pay off debt? That's really going to be based on your situation and how, what your comfort level is. All right. If you're comfortable, if you don't feel like, uh, your income's at risk during some of these events that are happening, um, keep going. I mean, right now, I mean, there, there are some people like who are, making some good money, like at the grocery store. My wife was at the grocery store the other night and she had asked the person who was checking her out if they are, you know, if, if what kind of shifts they're working. And she's like, they're like, we pretty much can work as much as we want right now. 
So, I mean, there are in some cases where some people might be actually able to to make some good overtime money during some of this stuff. Um, again, we're not speaking to that to take advantage of this bad situation. We're just saying that there are some people out there um, that that may have some extra income coming in because of what's going on. There, there may be some industries where there might be more work involved. So for those people, it might be different. Maybe they continue to keep paying off debt. For people who might be more susceptible, like if you're in the entertainment industry right now where you perform in front of large groups of people or you serve where there's large groups of people, it's probably not going to be the same type of situation. So in your situation, you may want to just cut back to making the minimum payments right for right now. And any extra money that you have, you might want to put that money into an emergency fund savings. And then when things slowly start to die down here, uh, you can take whatever said money that you saved or were able to save and use that money to, say, pay down debt. If you were able to save any during some of those times. Uh, but when this blows over, and it will, uh, things will get back to normal and you can get restarted uh, on that debt snowball. But the rule of thumb that we always kind of practice is if you're going through any major life events, and I would consider this a major life event for, for many people out there, the best thing to do is just put on the brakes and uh, take it slow, any extra money, put into savings, and then when things settle down, just get right back to it. All right, last point we want to talk about, and uh, this one might be, it's going to be hard to give any advice because we don't give stock, you know, stock advice, market advice, when you should invest, what you should invest in. But uh, what about the stock market? Should I pull my money out? The best piece of advice that I can give you is refer to your financial professionals, your financial advisors. Uh, if you're investing through a company, many of these people will have or many of these uh, companies have a representative that represents whatever program the company is in. Uh, I would highly recommend that you reach out to them. If you're investing uh, independently, I would highly recommend that you reach out to those independent advisors as well. This is essentially what you're paying them for is to be that person there to give you some good advice on what to do during some of these types of times. Um, one thing I would not recommend that you do is act out of fear. Um, right now, I mean, uh, just this past week on Thursday, the stock market had its worst day since they said 1987. And uh, it was down quite a bit. And by the way, of course, the media gobbled that up. There was a good, you know, few minute story on it that night, obviously on the on the you know national media or national news that night I was watching. And then the very next day, the market rebounded and pretty much almost got back to square one from the day before. But guess what? The media only talked about that for about 10 to 15 seconds because that's <laughs> not negative, right? <laughs> so uh, the point I want to make is that the situation right now is very liquid, is very volatile. It's changing every single day. So making, again, going back to that point we made, making major financial decisions right now, I would just make sure you've got a buffer there. Reach out to your financial professionals, your financial advisors, talk through it, and make sure you're not acting out of fear because that fear could potentially cost you some big-time money in the future. And again, everyone's situation is going to be different. If you're looking to retire soon, your situation is going to be different than someone like me who's got many, many years left to work. So that also plays a part in all this stuff as well. well that's how I look at it, kind of like what you just said is, um, you know, everybody's situation is different. For someone like me where I've got 20, 25 years left before I'm ready to retire, the stock, the stock market has weathered storms like this over the years. And, and you, you look at history. Um, at the end of the day, the professionals are the best people. They're not, you know, um, they're not there to 
uh, give you necessarily give you bad advice. They just want to make sure you're doing the right thing. So I would, again, I would suggest talking to somebody about it. Yeah. We're in the same boat. Like we're going to, I mean, where we're at, I'm, I'm, I'm personally comfortable. This is my personal feeling, my personal story, what we're doing with our money, not what I recommend for you to do with your money. But we're going to continue to invest the same amount of money that we've always done. Uh, because if you look at the his- historical, you know, the historical data of the stock market, what it's done, uh, I've got plenty of time. We're going to rebound. Things are going to get better. The sun's going to come out and eventually this this will subside. So um, again, if you're in one of those situations though where you are very fearful of what's going on with that, reach out to your professionals. That's why you have them and uh, that's why they're a part of your financial team. So use them and uh, see what they've got to say based on your financial plan and your retirement goals. Uh, last thing I want to mention is if you're not struggling financially, uh, is I just encourage you to keep supporting those local and small businesses that are out there. I mean, there are going to be some people that are going to feel the crunch, whether that's from a government mandated close or just because, again, consumer confidence is going to be down. Um, you know, people aren't going to be spending money like they used to be doing. And uh, as we talk about in this show, we're not about squandering and becoming hermits and and being like Scrooge McDuck and having these gold coins in this big vault and being able to swim in it every day. You know, we, we want you to enjoy your money and have fun. And uh, if, if you're not in one of these situations, I encourage you continue to go out, support those local businesses because those people have families to feed too. And there's nothing wrong with finding a way, even if for some reason it gets to the point where they're not allowing people to go out to restaurants and bars. There's still ways that we probably will be able to support uh, businesses out there. So uh, be creative and uh, help out one another. And I think uh, we will all see our way through this. There's no question. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We hope these few tips will help you out. And if anything changes as the days and weeks kind of progress here, uh, we'll be sure to kind of uh, go through and do some more of these special episodes. Uh, We are going to continue with just our regular content uh, because I think uh, going through that and bringing some normalcy I think will be great. We've got a lot of great, lots of great stuff coming up to you in the coming weeks uh, and the coming months ahead. So stay tuned to that. We look forward to seeing you guys in an upcoming show. And again, if you have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out at brad at therealdebtfreedad.com and we'll be happy to at least try to point you in the direction that will help you most. Everyone take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.